0: hello listeners welcome to the gallant fuse christmas special and a very merry christmas to you and all your families i hope at the time of this pod going out you are stuffing your face you're overeating you're over drinking overindulging and just really having the best time, whatever you're doing on Christmas Day. My name's Colin and I will be acting as host and Santa Colin, um, as always, for a Christmas special. Sorry for the YouTube listeners, I don't have my Santa hat as I did the last couple of years. Um, the Rangers to- store in the city centre ran out, so um, bar humbug Rangers. Here to join me, um, my three little elves, my three good boys, whatever way you want to do it. Definitely on the good list, first of all, Mason Stewart. How are you today, mate? Yeah, well, good, thanks,
3: Colin. Thanks for having us on. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um sorry, listeners, if I sound a little bit um, you know, I don't know whether I am feeling a little bit broken a minute. So uh, yeah, apologies about that. But no, I'm looking forward to to this because uh this I remember the one last year, Colin and um me, you and Davy, weren't it? Davy Davy P Davy P I ain't, on not it? So um I don't think we got any of our wish lists last year. So I'm hoping we get at least uh, one or two uh, this year.
0: Yeah, Sorry to hear you're not feeling too well, mate. That's just uh, your heart rate um, really reacting to your body We're Rangers turning good again and your body's growing into shock. Um, but hopefully you get used to that um, as the success continues. Also joining is um, his first year not believing in Santa. Um, Andrew Stewart, how are you? Yeah,
2: I'm good, Colin. Thanks for that. Thanks. Uh, hello, listeners. Uh, Merry Christmas. Um, it'll be a, yeah, everything you wanted. I'm sure I will I'd love if I could get everything I want. as We'll discuss later on this. Uh, but uh, I think I, I think a actually Cup cut winning hangover. Uh, that the mess is still coming through with uh, you know I I shrugged it off the other day, but maybe it's still lingering. Uh, maybe I'll be sore Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it might be that Rangers have been good again. Who knows?
0: And last and by no means least to a man on the continent maybe a wee bit more used to crampus and santa claus as davy t how are you
1: yeah fine thanks yeah actually santa claus the dutch santa claus is actually the fifth of december and it's a, a sort of a bishop type person although christmas and santa claus is, is coming more in these days with the once once the dutch santa claus is out the way so no i'm fine and uh looking forward to christmas looking forward to rangers being top of the league at the end of the year
0: oh, absolutely absolutely maybe we have never have you new year special for that as well but first let's get to the presents the format today uh listeners is i'm going to ask each of i've asked each of uh, my guests to provide two players on their christmas wish list are going to present their case as to why rangers should sign them and as always, it has to be realistic. Um, Mason did come with Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo and he was sent back. And it has to be realistic targets. why Rangers should sign them in the January transfer window and we'll talk through each. So I'm going to start with... Let's start with the back and work our way forward then. So Andrew, I'm going to put you on the spot first and foremost mm-hmm. um, because on your wish list you have a, a set and a half. Talk you through who and why.
2: Uh, excuse me. Um, I had a look at our kind of centre backs that are kind of going out a contract in the summer. I think that's a market we need to look at. Um, I think we don't want to overspend in January because there's been lots of difficult window, um, for getting players at a price you'd like to get them at. Um, so I think if we can be forward thinking, is, is to plan ahead for the summer. A centre back that is at a contract uh, in the summer. He's, he's 30 years of age. Jamal LaSalle's from Newcastle. Um, he is a club captain. Um, I just think it's, it could be a possibility because you know Newcastle, in the position they are, if, if they deem that he's not good enough, they'll just spend 60 mil or 70 mil on a centre-back. They've got that funding now, where if he's just not good enough, they'll cut him surplus um, to their requirements. So I think he might be looking at this summer and going, where can I move to? 30-year-old for a centre-back, I think it's, that's pretty decent. You know, I think if you're talking Leon Balogun, um, he's, about 35 now. You don't know how long he's got left in the tank. I'm not saying he's had a poor season. I think he's had a brown season um, where he's been called upon. Um, but I think if he can get somebody with the wealth of experience he has in the Premier League, um, he's had a couple of appearances in the Champions League, you know, it, this would, that would be a really, really good marquee centre-back signing. Um, I don't think it would be cheap. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it would be cheap at all. You know, he's... There'll be other shooters looking for him. Um, but if we can push the ball out and, and grab him, I'd be over the moon.
0: David, we, we spoke time and time on the pod again about the old guard, if you like, and the same players have been here for too long. Uh, we need to freshen it up. But at the same time, you lose a lot of experience if you just move Goulson and Avenue route, for example. I was interested when Andrew um, sent this over, a 30-year-old experienced centre-back. Uh, but the question I want to ask you is, you know, sh- do you agree that we need to freshen up the centre-backs? For me, I think we do. Leon again isn't a long-term option. I don't think Suter or Davis just with their uh, inconsistent form and uh, their injuries, they can be long-term options or not the future and there is going to be an expiry day on Conor Goulton, so I do think we need somebody else in. What's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, I've said in the podcast quite a few times that we, we need to regenerate the old guard and yeah, I don't really know an awful lot about sales. Uh, I've just what I've sort of picked up on Wikipedia and, uh, and all the other websites. But the big thing about bringing in a player from the Premier League is going to be the wages. Uh, our, our wages are now sky high. And you're not going to get... I mean, I think even Butlin came in. He's, he's over the, the 40,000, I believe. And I think uh, if you bring in another player at that rate, then I think our, our wage bill is going to, going, to, going to be far too high. Because, I mean, I thought a, the other name that was kicking about was McKenna, of course, would come. But he's an, also another uh, Premier League player. He's not going to be coming for £10,000, £20,000. Uh, so I think that's a big problem we've got with Premier League players. I think we've really... What, I think the the new DOF, Niels, uh Coppin I think he will be more looking at the Belgian league, at the maybe maybe the second division in England. But I doubt we'll be going for players in the in the Premier League. I think that that will just put our wage wage bill far too high. We want to cut our wage bill. We don't want to be putting it off.
0: Mason, I did take Davy's point. Well, it's. <laughs> it's going to be tough taking to people's premier league wages and even if Jamal sales does move on from newcastle he, he can still get double his wage um and english championship then what he will get at rangers but the reason we have the lights of jack butlin come up and uh, uh, we've seen jimmy and defoe come up um we've seen time and time again players take a wage cut because they want to come up and play in front of 50 000 fans and play in europe and compete um compete for trophies, and it's something that Jamal Lewis has never really done. Yes, he does have over 170 games in the Premier League, over 100 games in the Championship. And again, I shows your medals, he, he falls quite low down. Um, what's your thoughts on how realistic this is? <clears throat>
3: um, realistic, I, I don't see it, to be honest, Colin. Um, I think he's on 60, 70 grand a week at the minute at Newcastle. Um, and to be honest, I don't think he's better than Conor Golton. If I if I'm being if I'm being brutally honest, any time I've seen the cells, I've not really been impressed. And he's only been playing this season because Newcastle have had a lot of injuries to their to their centre halves. If we're going to pay someone, because thir- he's going to if he's going to come, it's going to be thirty odd grand a week. He's not taking. I mean, if there could be an argument he wouldn't take that much of a hit anyway. But say if he's one of our top earners. I think we can get better and i think that that right side center half i take everyone's point and i've said it as well the old guard do need moved on but if we're moving them on the likes of Golton at the end of the season you know dare i say it now Tavernier after last week and and the performances out under the, the new manager we've got to be bringing in better than what we've already got and and i'd really debate all day long if if Jamal Sells is any better than connor Golton. Um, even a, what a year or two younger so it's, it, it wouldn't be a, a centre-half I'd go for um, and if we are going to sign centre-halves in the summer, for me it's got to be left-sided centre-halves because I don't expect Ben Davis to be here next season and we haven't got another left-sided player um, David just made the point about Scott McKenna, I think that would be way more realistic um, with him out of contract and being a left-sided player and you've got to remember when he signed at Forest, they was in the Championship so he'd be on a Championship wage and again, I take your point, championship clubs can pay a lot of money. But I remember when we signed Tom Lawrence and what we could offer him, we blew Sheffield United out of the water. And that was that was Paul Heckenbottom's words when they was in the championship. So I I don't I don't sort of agree with the championship clubs can blow us out of the water. I don't believe that. I think what we can pay for top earners, I think will will match or, or better. And as you said, what we can offer here um is far better than what we can offer for me in the championship but yeah that premier league wage um is is a problem and especially with jamal themselves
0: i've probably been a wee bit worse with the terminology there and um there's certain clubs in the championship obviously sheffield united the basket case we speak about them time and time again in the epl show um we united leicester uh um, big clubs with big money like they're going to out- bowl rangers out the water but i take your point sheffield wednesday perhaps Aren't they going to rovers? Maybe not. Um Andrew, final word on Jamal LaSelles. Um I think and again it's it's hard to compare because he's he's playing at a completely different sport for what Rangers are playing in the Premier League. He's playing at the Champions League, he's had five games in the Champions League this year. Um I'd say he's at least on par with Rosen, if I'm being honest. Um but I think it'll be great. I think it would have to be Golson or Lascelles as the main man. I don't think we keep both of them. So if we, if you do bring in Lascelles, does that mean the end of Connor Golsan?
2: Um. Well, I think to be, I'm, I'm banking on the fact that he's good enough that he can. He probably he'll, he'll play right side where Connor is probably. I think Connor falls into the kind of Tavernier category next season, where I think it'd be unrealistic to say he starts every single game of the season. I think I mean, if we were to keep him long term. We're gonna to need to find a schedule that works to keep him and his body in a condition where he's not gonna end up like Kamaru. Um, I think you see the same with that Tavani and Sterling next season. I think that is unless, Big Phil wants to play him at centre mid next season. Um, that you're gonna see Tavani rotate more often. I think Lascelles and I thought could probably be good enough where he could play left sided centre half and just want to say just get away with it, but um. I think that go alongside with goals and having less games at the right side, and hoping he'd be good enough to play left side of the, the two centre backs. Um, I I, I still would, would like that move. I think I would I would I would say I'm banking on the fact that he's had the taste of European football with Newcastle, um, and then he might be getting moved out of the squad as their kind of injured players come back into fitness. He's had that taste of Europe. He want to go to a team that's going to have more European nights, big crowd, you know, and that's something we can offer.
0: I do think it's the type of market Rangers should be trying to asking the question. I I, I say this all the time: it's, it's when you go here dancing, like go go for the hottest bud first, right? All they can say is no, right? You move on. Um, I think Rangers should be looking at Premier League players. Um, out of contact. What's the worst that can happen? If they say no, they say no. Um, I do like the idea of looking at this market. Um, I probably would like to see sales in. I'm going to put it in the in the Santa sack with a caveat that it probably means we move on centre house first, just um, just to free up the wage bill and get some new blood in too. David, see
1: the the thing. Colin, that I'm frightened of is. There's a lot of dud players in the Premier League. Remember Celtic brought in Duffy. Remember, the, look at the guy Phillips who we've got in now. We they all think, oh, he's Premier League. He must be good, but it's not like that. There's an awful lot of dud players in the Premier League and I think we've got to be really, really wary of that. And I think that um, Mr Coppin, I think he will be more going with players that he knows and will give get Rangers a good deal I think he'll be going for, uh, well, it's been said at the the annual general meeting that what we need to do is go for players that we can sell on. And that's the way the club's got to go. And I very much doubt we'll be bringing in a Premier League player for that reason as well. Not just the wages, but also for the reason that if we give him a four-year contract or even a two-year contract, he's going to be 32, maybe 33. And I think that will stop uh, any players coming in from that zone.
0: I take I take your point, Davy. Um, for, for every Shane Duffy in that Phillips, you get a Connor Golson and Jack Butland, and it's 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 every from the lower leagues, didn't they? Premier League.
1: We no, come
0: out with
1: the goals,
0: it comes in Okay, sorry. Right. So, and as a gamble, you take wherever signing, but, and I do think we need to look at the player trading model. We can't sign 12, 19 year olds, but so we do need to get the squad younger and uh, more profitable, but we do need to make sure we keep some experience as well. So, that's why I think there will be maybe one or two experience signings, but the rest, you're right, it'll be, you know, pro- projects, if you like.
3: Just on that, side, I think I think it, it, it depends. It doesn't for me. It doesn't matter where they come, they come from, but they've got to have a point to prove. They've got a, they've got a, they've got. You know, Jack Butland still had a massive point to prove because he didn't play for nearly two years. Connor Galton had a obviously a heart heart scare and he was out of the game for a long time. Jamal ourselves for me, a player like that, he's got nothing to prove. He's played, he's done it all. So that's where I would be a little bit more. And, and, and you make a really good point there about the player tra- trading model. It doesn't mean now we're just going to sign players that are younger than 25 and that's all we've got to go for. There's still players, look at Scott Arfield, you know, at 28, 29. There's players there that, that, can, that can add value without, without selling on. You know, we've got to be looking to win things in the next two years with, with you know, with experienced players as well. So I think that's that's an important one. we Ria. Yeah, David,
0: you know, yeah. um, I've read a really good article today for a friend of the pod, um, Scott McPike on SM Media on Walter Smith's um, second spell and he's top 10 best signings and he put David Weir his best signing. I'd argue he's, he was Smith's best ever signing, but that's a mm-hmm. different pod. Um. But on to the younger and trendier and a bit more sellable. Mason, I'm going to come to you first. Um, I've been a fan of this player um, for ever since he broke through uh, at Hibs. Um, I'm still a big fan of him. I think he's maybe having a tougher time than, um, than at his current club than what he, he's had previously, but I still think he's a terrific player. Which um, feedback are you bringing in and why? Our Josh Doidge, Colin,
3: um, he, he should have been signed before, Rip Van Yilmaz, I think I've said that on the pod before. Um, I think we ended up paying, uh, you know, if you'll believe the fee was was five plus add-ons, etc. you know, I think in the end, I'm pretty sure they paid three million to Hibs um, to, to get Josh Doidge for Verona. So I, I couldn't understand that you had a player there ready that knew our league, um, full of energy, energy quick, uh, really good age, um, you know, ready to come in, and then we went for a you know a Turkish player that's that still hasn't settled in. Sort of eighteen months later, and, and to be honest, I think we all know in the summer, maybe in January, it'll be a player that we that we end up moving on anyway. So yeah, Josh Stoich, I, I was really surprised. Obviously, the last sort of he would, he nearly left in the summer uh, to stay in Syria. I can't remember what Syria club it was, um, but they they agreed a fee for just under five million. Um but he's hardly played this season after that. I don't know if his heads turned or you know manager doesn't fancy him now or, or whatever. But um if he's a player that we could bring in again, you know, January's a really difficult month because I don't see us spending three, four, five million um on 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 one player. Um but if we can get him with a loan option to buy for the summer with, with the thoughts obviously that that um we're gonna be getting rid of Yilmaz and a couple of others, I think Josh Doy has has to be top of the list. Scottish. I think he's got a real chance to be in the Scotland squad as well regularly after, in the next few years with his age. Um, I've been impressed any time I've seen him and, and, and yeah, just the frustration for me is that we didn't get him at, when, when we had the opportunity that, that you know, like many Scottish players, I've said it before, we just overlook it and then we're chasing after that. So, um, yeah, he, he's got to be one that at least we asked the question, like you said earlier, um, if we can't get him in, in January, then, then surely we, he's one that we, we look at in the summer.
0: David, I'll come at you first because I know you would have seen him. Um, Hibbs. Um, he ticks so many boxes for me. He he can play left back, right back, left mid. He's even had a waste in it centre back. Um, here and there. He's 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 quick. He's comfortable in the ball. He's an He's a marauding full back. Only twenty one. Scottish fills out a quarter. Um, I. I think he is better than both of the left-backs. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm a big fan of Yilmaz. I do think he improves our squad.
1: Well, first of all, I'm not I'm not that uh, intimate with Yilmaz. I, I, I think he's, first of all, physically far too small. Uh, I think he's uh, not st- physically too small and not strong enough. Uh, so I, I think definitely we need a left-back brought in. do I think... We actually missed the boat when we we should have gone from Hibbs, but unfortunately, there's this uh, Rangers' uh, poshery that 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 doesn't as allow us uh, to, to to go for Scottish players for some reason. All our, all our fans say, "Oh, the Scottish, you'll be rubbish." But we've seen that now with uh, with Ferguson and with Doig, and I I think I don't know what kind of wages they'll they'll be on. It'll be on is it Italy he plays in, I think. I, don't, I don't, know, don't know. I don't. I don't know what kind of wages will be on there, but it certainly won't be Premier League wages. So I think it's probably a wage that we could afford. And as I say, I think it's just a shame that that we let these players go. I think we should be be looking uh, at more players in Scotland because I think there are good players in Scotland. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, th- I think it's a no-brainer to, to go for it. It brings up the the, the Scottish the, the amount of Scottish players that we've got, and I think it's a, another another uh, a, a no-brainer. I've just got I don't know I've got one name that I know is coming out of uh, of uh, contract in the summer uh, for Nottingham Forest. Topo, I don't know if the English guy if Mason knows anything about him or Andrew Toffolo, Harry or... Topo mm-hmm. I think he's called. He's got
3: um he's got a bet in charge over his head at the minute though.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, well, so, I mean, yeah, it's basically all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a
2: Here's a Christmas cracker joke for you today. Don't, don't.
0: Yeah. Andrew, um, Mason Mason touched on this, um, about the money that Verona would want to. Transfer marked, um, who is not always pinpoint, but it gives you a fair a fair layer of the land. Um they value him at seven million euro. Um he's contracted to Verona till uh, June 2026. So would be a significant fee involved. Maybe similar to LaSalle's and the Grosson. Um I don't think you have Josh Doig and Rid Van in the same squad. I think Yilmaz has the same um pro- not the same value but a, a similar um similar potential transfer market people will pay for his potential as Rangers did. I think if we were to bring dog we need to move Yilmaz on. Personally I'd be okay with that. Um I do like Yilmaz I like Doig better. Um and again the, the Scottish quarter. So what's your thoughts on that or is that a wee bit short sighted? Do we keep two profitable players in the in the left back position?
2: Um well I, I I feel like I always say that this season, um, I don't think Redvan showed me anything more than Borner has. Um he's support he's younger, obviously. I think that's the obvious when Bonner's in his thirties and Redvan could still be in uni um his age. Um, he should be showing me a lot more than what Bonner Baris, which offers. Um and at times Borner hasn't been good. That's not that's not saying that Bonner's been Ten out of ten every week, and that's why Yelmas isn't getting a chance. My issue is, he's he's had injuries, and when he's had his chances, he's not he's not grasping them consistently. He might have one game. I mean, me and you went to the Livingston game for press duty, and it you know he, he does that amazing run through the midfield and scores with a, a finish that only I would be able to produce and, on a side pitch with a massive toe poke. But um, he's. He's probably still going to have suitors that will pay for almost what we, we paid for him. So we'll wake a loss probably, but not as bad as we would have thought maybe like last season where he did He really struggle to feature. Um, because he has had a couple more games that maybe people will bank on. Yeah, no, there's something there. There's something there that we can, we can develop at our club. And that's why we'll buy him off Rangers. Um, Doig for me was... The option i would have bought instead of yo at the time i think uh mason's spot on we, we really should have cashed it, like just giving hearts the, the Hibs the, the money for him and and also david T's correct there is that portion of the support that doesn't like the scottish plus i mean for every you know for every aaron hickey or josh Doyle that go well down south coming from hibbs and hickey from hearts you've got jake hasty from motherwell who was supposed to be a star in our league and is now in is it linfield the last time i checked i don't know where it is now um it's it's, it's just uh people are, are not not really too bit focused on the success stories and more on the failures um i think we should have taken that point at the time he was dynamic he was quick Is that any game i'd seen that hibbs against us that season i was thinking especially because bonner wasn't going through a, a break patch at that point i was thinking well doig is actually if I'm looking at the two left backs in this park, Doig, who was a lot younger, is is making Bonner look like the the one he he should be the young guy and and, and should have been, would have been the player that you would have thought was playing in in Europe and and looked experienced and and was comfortable on the ball. Um, I think we I I don't want to keep saying push the ball out uh, because I know we are how we are with transfer funds, but. I think Mason's right, he should be top of our list. Um, The Scottish quarter certainly helps um, for for another positive that that Ridvan doesn't have.
0: Last word on you, Mason. Um, I do think we are likely to see one of the left-backs go in January um, because we either let Barisic run down his contract or we give him a new one. No... Baris has run down his current title we get some money from him in January um, I think that's the easier option than try to punt Gilmaz for more than his value if that does hurt how likely is it that we could get Josh Doyle on a loan to, to buy <clears throat> well
3: look he's not, he's not playing too much at the moment um, so that, that could obviously help us um, yeah I, I think if we are going to get Josh Doyle Josh in January it is going to be a, a loan to buy i i think it will be you know getting him in and then paying in the summer you know within being first choice you know him being first choice i think it's a real problem area for us at the moment i'm looking at the squad and i know we've got a lot of injuries in midfield and not a lot of options up front but i think left back when that ball goes out there whoever's playing out there whether that be born or that be Yilmaz, i think we just look really limited and i think you can tell that um, I think the players can tell that when the you know the ball goes there, I think it breaks down a lot. I think I think I kind of do agree with Andrew. I mean, I'm I'm not a born a Barisic fan. I've not been for a, for many years, but he's he's done. He's done, and, and, and the, the the fact that he's still first choice um, it is really really worrying. So uh, yeah, I, I'd really like us even if we get two and a half three million for Yomaz. If if we can in January, i would be I'll be delighted yeah. with that, and uh, and then yeah, use that money towards.
0: Told hopefully, uh, just do it all aboard this. Um, my the sales was a yes with a caveat. I am all aboard the Josh Lloyd train, so that is from my top of the Christmas list. List, Davy, I'm going to come to you for your first pick. Um, I'm probably this has probably been the most interesting name I've been given. Um, yeah. I'm not going to steal your thunder uh, because I know very little about this player, but from what you sent over, I like the idea of it. Tell me who and why.
1: Well, it's actually a, a player for the trading model, it's not a player that's uh, that's actually had a long history at the moment. He's just actually I think, played 11 games in the ERA Divisie, and it's Ruben. Van Bommel. Now, everybody's probably heard of Mark Van Bommel, the, the Dutch international player. It's his son. He's a left winger, but he's actually right-footed, I believe. And as I say, he's just breaking through just now. Uh, he's doing very well. He scored three goals in the 11, and he's had, uh, I think, three or four assists on uh, the, 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 the few games that he has played. And I think it would be fitting right in with our players that, that, that we could buy now for probably not an awful lot of money and sell on later. Uh, Any time I've seen him, he's looked really very sharp. And that's uh, that's uh, the, the way that I think the player, kind of players we should be bringing in. Whether he is now ready for the first team week in, week out, I very much doubt it at 19. But I think uh, for the player trading model, that's the kind of players that that I would be looking for as a, a sort of a backup for the, the our, our strongest first team. And we've seen that in uh we've seen that in McCausland, how he's taken uh he's he's a year older. But um players players of that age can make a big difference.
0: Andrew, um Gronish to come to you first. Um it sounds fair, Mark And again, just to be consistent, we're going to take the same valuations across the board. They're saying it's roughly about three million euro. Um, he's contracted to June 2027. Um, and that if we are going to go for this type of player, this is the time that we go for them where they are high on the radar because if this player transpires into um, a regular first team player for Iseldmarr, and um, we add several zeros onto his valuation. And you know, we, we can't pay that type of money. As a gamble, though, um, I do think we need to be we need to be gambling um, with a player trading model. Not every nineteen year old is going to be a safe bet, but at three million euro, um, so still less what we paid for Rabbi Matondo. And I know you're all about the Matondo mania. Um, I think it's maybe I'd be willing to go for that, providing we have um, other options in the winger. If we can keep Seema, if we have Matondo and uh, Ross McCausland, that's your four wingers pushing €3 million Euro for for yeah, project player. What's your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think as part of this kind of player trade model, we're going to have to bet high, you know, we're gonna to have to buy in at these big poker tables because, you know, if there's a, any player with a shred of potential in Europe, you know, that you pay for the potential. You don't pay for the current ability, you pay for the potential. What it does help is that he, he is showing that he has a bit of a, a bit of skill to kind of to bring in straight away, you know, if he if he's if he bring goals and assists early on in his career. That, that certainly helps. Um but you need we're gonna kind of Republican you have to pay a, a, a good fee these kind of youngsters that have uh, that have got are touted to have uh, a bright future. But that's part of the game. Uh, to to be a like kind of player trade model, you're gonna need to buy high <laughs> for some of these kind of really, really and when I say buy high I don't mean ten million, but you're gonna need to pay like you would pay three million pounds for a, a kind of twenty seven year old for the championship, you know, something like that. So paying three million for a nineteen-year-old who's only got a handful of professional games on his belt seems like quite a lot of money, but you need to pay that to have the chance of getting a couple years under his belt. Goals, assists, league titles certainly help. Cups, uh, nights in Europe, progressions through group stages, or what so on and so forth. And that that price tag will just skyrocket, and then we'll we'll sell on, and and that and then we just it repeats itself. You find another nineteen-year-old from. A, a, a league that could be Dutch league, it could be, you know, French league, it could be any kind of those kind of leagues. But it uh, certainly seems like a, a good way to kickstart the, the player trading model.
0: Mason, my only concern with this one is we're not playing football manager. I think we should be spending the money on Abdallah Sima. I don't think we will do that as well as somebody like Ruben Van Bommel. I think if we don't get Abdallah Sima then we'll maybe see that Um, but our Rangers in a position to be spending money that type of money for potential when we need to invest it in the here and now
3: yeah that's a really good point Colin I think that
0: um listen I don't really know a lot about it. to be
3: fair David will will know more about me but you know in terms of that position um if we're talking about January I don't think that's a position that we need to go and you know go and get i think there's other positions that we've, we've we spoke about already but um in terms of the summer i think similar will obviously be one that we will try i think the managers made that quite clear that that he, you know and and whether or not we can agree a fee with, with brighton to, to get that over the line um and then it you know the, we'll, we'll wait and see but yeah spending i've got no problem with us spending two three million on, on youngsters coming through and another one that was at az um last, not last summer, the summer uh, no, it was last summer. Last summer, when Gio was, was manager, um, he tried to get the midfielder Renders from um, AZ Alkmaar, as I say, and uh, I think we 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 uh, it was close to five million. Apparently, again, this is this is something that has come out after, um, and Bert Contamin uh, advised him not to go to Rangers, and he went to he went to AC Milan this summer for twenty two million. Um, so there are players, and, and, and the Dutch league one, you know, you've seen it many a times. Um, I've always said. Uh, norwegian you know the nordic countries there's so many there as well that you can pick up but you've got to be quick and you, you've got to go and get them and if if you know we, we've got a good scouting system and, and the new director of um recruitment goes in there and, and sees the potential then yeah go, go and do it i've got, got no problem but obviously um we've seen it with with rabbi matondo spending that that kind of money it's not happened straight away um we're impatient bunch aren't we? so um you know it's, it's getting it's getting the balance it's, it's definitely getting the balance but i think in terms of that left wing position simmers simmer has got to be a, a priority up. you know I'd, I'd like to get him in but i just think that the, the fee they're going to want at the moment is probably going to be a, a little bit too high
0: yeah the better he plays the, the more the more the pounds rack up but davy last word on you on ruben van bomo i'm all about this um just to, like he, yeah, he's had eleven top five games for the for his Ed Alkmar. He's also featured in the conference league as well, four games there. He's got about thirty-five games for Maastricht in the lower divisions. They helped him get promotion. A lot of it's not as if while signing somebody from an academy, he's played first team football. Um if we could get him for the three million mark, then yeah, I'm in for it. The question I'm going to ask you who finishes up on is how realistic is it we get them in January or the summer?
1: Yeah, well, as Ed are a team that buy and sell players as well. So I, I would imagine, I don't know what the price would be. Three million, I think, you got from uh, Transfer Mart. I, I don't know. I, I don't see it being a lot much higher, but it might be slightly higher. Uh, hasn't obviously last year he played with Maastricht, MVV and he uh, scored 15 uh, sorry, yeah, I think fifteen goals for them in thirty-one games. So, he, 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 for a winger that hits a really good fifteen goals for a season is really really good. And what's the fact he's one meter ninety-two, which is very very tall for a for a winger. You don't normally get wingers like that. So I would imagine that he's, uh, he's, he's good at heading the ball. So and probably a lot of goals are, are, are from, from headers. So I, I I just think it would be a good investment because that's what we're talking about. We're talking investing for the future, and that's that's what we're talking about. So I think it would be a good investment for the future. Whether, as Edward, are willing to let him go at the moment is, is another point. But, uh, obviously, his, his contract, I think, was, was till 27, I think, uh, his, his
0: contract. Yeah, um, and so. and Alshawa only paid 550 grand for him. Um, so, we're yeah. talking do they take 15 million? We don't know whether their model's are like that. They might see that and, and say, no, well, we're getting six times our money. So, I think he's worth asking the question.
1: Yeah, oh, definitely. And, and, and he's certainly a good player. Obviously... Uh, Good players in the family because obviously his father was a was a was a really really good player as well. So his DNA, as they say, is 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 pointing that he he will be a top player, and I, I think it's worth taking the chance. And as I say, it's an investment for the future as well. It's not just a, a sort of a blind hit and miss type of signing.
0: Oh, I'll put this one in the in the bit I feel generous today. that's um three three signings I give my approval to and various degrees. Um we're gonna go into everybody's uh, second uh pick each and I'm gonna start with yourself, Andrew, because um I want to finish on Davy and Mason is probably the most realistic to and see them battle it out for what one we should do. Um this I, I was interested when you sent this player over. Um If you asked me two years ago, I would have been banging the drum. Now, I'm not quite sure, just because I think they might have fallen off the radar a wee bit, but I'm going to to let you um, convince me that I'm wrong. Who's your second player and why? Um,
2: It's a name that, you're correct, a good few years ago, there would have been more than just Rangers looking at him. Um, Ryan Gold, um, I think, you're talking six seven years ago he was supposed to be the next wonder kid wasn't he um you know makes that move from dundee united to, to portugal um high highly rated player it never seemed to really work out in portugal um well with lisbon at least he, he kind of embarrassed about the teams there um certainly kind of picked up his game when he left uh, lisbon um most recently he's been playing to trade in mls um i think a few, a few years ago, it was probably getting a lot more kind of credit for his kind of career revival. And um, where now he's just hit a consistent phase of, I think it's two years in a row he's been the Whitecaps Player of the Year. Um, he was certainly in the last Scotland call up. The question Clark to as as to why he didn't get picked. Um, I think you know I think just I'll I just by double check, um, with the good old Google but, but I, I was right 20, 20 you know he's not going to I don't think he would be someone that comes in and, be, and is that a, a player trade model but you're talking guys that will come in as the kind of core of ex- experienced players or people that know Rangers the club what the, ex- the standards are the expectations are You are coming to Scotland they're coming back to Scotland to one of the teams that want to contend for the league every season Um, I think he is somebody that you need to keep long term kind of Keep him as this kind of Scott Arfield. Um, I think he's he is good enough to break our team. I think because he has played, he's played the centre mid. He's played a wee bit deeper, a wee bit forwards and attacking, but he's played off the wing. Um, you know, he's certainly getting goals and assists over there. Um, I know we talk about the MLS not being the highest quality of football, but he's doing what I would expect somebody who is scushing the league to do. Um, he's been, a, as I said, two time Player of the Year. Goals, assists, you know, he's, he's done a lot. Um, and I think he would be one you would coax back home by European football, winning the league, you know, I know—I'd—I'd think that would be a good move for him. Um, no, I, I, the thing is, you know, I i don't know the guy personally. He might be loving life in Canada and he might just be happy and content and that's just what he wants to play. And if that's the case, then players can always say no. You know, that is the thing. Um, so, so I, I, it would be one I would look at. Um, I think, especially for the kind of Scottish quarter. Um, I think I, I don't think there's many kind of more attacking midfielders that we can get um, from Scotland that would do a better job. I mean, I think we all we all like Lewis Ferguson more deeper, but he has get goals in him. But uh, that, unfortunately, yeah, that ship is long, long sailed. Yeah,
0: I'm afraid so, Mason. Nathan- Ryan Gold's out of contact at the end of 2024 um so getting in his last year it wouldn't quite be the full market value I'm, I'm conflicted with this he can play as Andrew said anywhere in the front six positions versatile um I think that's a definite pro I think in terms of similar players we have Tom Lawrence and Todd Cantwell and Yanis Hadji, who I would rate as better players um, as options um, here. And that's why I'm a wee bit hesitant. Having said that, if you compare their stats and, uh, and their contribution to Ryan Gold, um, so he didn't have a great time at um, Sporting, Wisdom, that's fair enough, but he played 71 games for Firenze after that, 20 goals and 12 assists. In the 94 games he's had for Vancouver Whitecaps, 26 goals and 29 assists. Much better than any of the three names that I've just mentioned. Is it worth considering? <clears throat>
3: um, not
0: for me, personally.
3: Um, them, them stats are, don't get me wrong, they're very good. But the MLS, I've said it before, is so Is I've got family that live in, in Vancouver and to answer... Um, andrew's question would he want to come back to scotland from vancouver i doubt it what a place uh, that is by the way but um i just i personally think see if he was 22 23 24 i'd say yeah definitely but where he's 28 he's been what has he been out there for three years now um i just making that change back to to scottish football personally especially at at rangers i just don't i I don't see it i think i think colin you're right i think that with the options that we have there in that sort of number 10 in todd campwell uh, Lawrence obviously injuries may be one that, that we have to move for in the jan- in, in the summer. And Yanis Hadji I probably t- I would take over um Grand Gold as well. I just think that you play out in America for too long, uh, I just I think I think especially coming to a club like us where the, the demands are so high, I just don't see it working. I think if we're gonna go sorry I don't want to keep throwing different names, but I think if we are going to go down the Scottish route of midfielders I think Connor Barron would be would be a more realistic one. He's obviously been heavily linked the last couple of weeks out of contract in the summer. And in a similar position, uh, Scottish would be Josh Campbell Hibbs um, he really reminds me of uh, he reminds me of Scott Arfield a little bit. Um and he's a good age. Again, we'd have to he's not out of contract. I don't think you'd have to, to pay money for him, but he, he would add a sell on value. So uh I think if we're going to go for Scottish in them type of positions, personally, I'd rather see us go for, for Barron or, or Campbell over, over Ryan Gold. Again, coming back to the point, I think them two have got a point to prove over than someone that's playing in America that's 28.
0: David, what's your take on Ryan Gold as an option and probably about the money we'd pay for them? I think that because he's in his last year of contract, and I know there's a lot of money going about in, um, in MLS, I think you still maybe get him for less money um than um the likes of Connor Baron because I find that the, the Rangers tax will go on to these types of players. Um it's a different conversation whether they're value for money, but is that maybe someday the Rangers is Ryan Gold maybe someday Rangers can bring in at a reduced price to add in as a sword player?
1: Well I'm actually very, very frightened out of players from the MLS after the last two Just
0: remember, Just remember James Sands said the MLS is a better team in Scotland, right? Yeah. So if we're saying it's not, we're calling James Sands a liar. and if I'm, I'm, afraid, afraid, <laughs> I'm afraid... James that's, Sands that's, is the
2: Cameron Carter Vickers, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> I'm afraid that's the way I'm going to go because Sands and Seth enters up till now have, have just absolutely shown nothing and I watched the when we when we were sort of when you going after Juventus, that sort of a Champions League that they they had over there, I watched the two games in that, and it's it's walking football. It really is walking football. It's a uh, a very very low class of football. So it's not difficult for a Scottish guy to to make big uh, good statistics here. It's the uh, <laughs> the standard is levels below what we have. Year, so I'm afraid I'm not. I'm, I, I would go for the I, and there's rumours get around it's actually it's already been put in place as the, the boys Connor Corner, Connor Barn, you call him. Mm-hmm. There's rumours as a, that's a done deal already. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, so I wouldn't bring it out as a rumour. But um, no, I think uh, I think that would be a far better option. It would fit into the player selling players on model and. He's already proved that he's ready for it just now. He's, he's, he's doing well. But in the Premier League, he's had good European experience the last uh, few weeks. And Aberdeen, although they, they didn't get very many points, they really played good in some of the games that, uh, that they played in Europe. And they should have actually had more points than they got. So I, that, that's the way I would go. at I, I think that's a far better option than, than a, a player from the MLS with high statistics.
0: Andrew, I'm um, maybe not going to give you it for this Christmas, but this may be a case of Santa ran out of them, maybe ask again next year, and I'll explain why. I think paying a fee for him, I think anybody that we are buying, unless they are really long-term projects, they need to come in and improve the first 11 straight away, and I don't think he does that. Having said that, if he has six months left in his contract come the summer, I would be asking the question because I think his versatility, he's Scottish. We wouldn't, they, we wouldn't be giving them a, a huge wage. I think one maybe being a wee bit unfair that he plays in the MLS because you can only, aye, it's maybe a poor standard, but you can only play what's up against you. I he, um the the times I've seen him. Uh, in Portuguese football for Ferenczi, he was terrific, he was the main man there. Um, and he was getting many applaudits. It was actually, it was actually farcical that he didn't get a Scotland call up when he was there. So, I think we do have talent there, and um, somebody who can do a job midfield wing off the striker. I'd be asking the question in the summer, um, just because he gives you different options. I don't think he improves it in January. Do you think that's fair?
2: Yeah, that you're spot on with the because of the way the MLS is he's at a contract probably this time next year. Um, so you're talking summer as your six month kind of Bosman kind of time to look at the kind of pre-contract. Um, I think it, it probably would be more useful to look at it then. Um, as you're right, paying that kind of a, a, a fee, you know, based on what we've got, I don't think you'd. Win over the majority of the Rangers' support paying a fee after what we've seen with the James Sands and the Ciflentes. I think um, he would be a player. As said, to, if we we're going to bring him in, he'll be like the kind of score field. He'll be someone that'll just be here for a while. He kind of work the workhorse. Um, I don't. I, I, it's not one I'm expecting to be part of the player trading model. It's one I'm more expecting to be part of a kind of core of experienced players. Um, that there is that is crucial to have in a team where you're going to have a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, you need to have guys that have been there and done it, um, that have these experiences. Um, I mean, he's travelled all over the world, um, going from Dundee United to Portugal to, to South America, North America. Sorry, you know, he, he's, he's certainly played a, f- a fair amount of games. Um, he's, he's, I think he's something that we should be at least checking with in the summer. I, I, but I, again, you go back to it, if he's loving Canada and he's, he wants to stay there, then you might just sign a new deal. And uh, I think that would be the end of it.
0: And we wouldn't blame him um, for not wanting to come back to uh, sunny Scotland. Um, <laughs> so the last two picks, um, we're going to do a wee bit different here um, because they're both from the same league, same position and probably the two more realistic signings we've got. Um <laughs> Infamously, I've um, not been a fan of signing these type of players, but it is the season of good tidings. So, Mason and Davy, okay. I'm going to ask you to really try and convince me why your pick is. I'll, I'll put the cards on the table. I don't think we should sign both these players in January. So, you need to convince me what one goes in the bag. Um, Mason, why is you, Who is your signing, and why is he? Should he be a priority over Davies?
3: I think I've um, <clears throat> Boring the listeners with this one to be honest, I've about, <laughs> about six weeks Every time I've been on um, Oh yes, definitely uh, for me I think Shanklin is, is a no-brainer um, I think he was an, he, You know, he was a no-brainer In the uh, in the summer, to be honest When you go back um, And and, and uh, me, as I said earlier in the pod Me, you and Davey P was on last year And Shankland come up and I was like No, nope. so I'll hold my hands up like, This time last year I said no and I'll go it wrong because, um, yeah, it's someone that, that knows our league and scores goals in our league. I've said it, you know, I've said it sort of all year, but it's just we've overlooked it. Um, we've overlooked it, and we haven't had a, play, a striker that, that scores twenty goals a season for I can't remember the last time we did, actually, to be honest. And uh, I, I just I think someone January is such a difficult month anyway because getting players from different leagues, different, and, and, and most of the time you're getting a player in January that hasn't played too much as well. Um, and then you, you've got they've got to get fit and, and and hit the ground running. That's going to take time. But with Shankland, he, he comes straight away. He knows the league. He supports the club. He knows the club, and not just because he's a Rangers fan. By the way, I'm not I'm not just saying, but oh, he's a Rangers sport. he's, he's got to play. But it helps. It definitely helps. I, I do believe you get a 15 percent more out of a player that 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 you know that supports the club. Um, I think he'll be desperate to come. I think if we make the move, I think he'll be pushing as much as he can. I uh, totally understand that hearts will want, I don't think they'll get 4 million. I, I, I think that people saying, Oh, we'll pay for, I don't think we, he's got 18 months left. Um, we might have to get to three, but if you dangle two, two and a half at hearts, that's a lot of money for them to, to knock back. We're not talking about a John Suitor this time last year, where they're haggling over a couple of hundred grand, um, where they can, they can probably take that, but two and a half between two and a half, three million, that's a lot of money for hearts. You know, that's the, that's the conference league money for them. So, uh, uh, I, I think I think it makes too much sense. I think it's so obvious. For me, in my mind, I think it's so obvious that it, that doesn't mean it's a bad one. Um, and I know his age, I know he's a little bit older than Miofsky. And by the way, I, I wouldn't be against Miofsky, but I just think Aberdeen would want would want four or five million because they've got him locked uh, under a bigger, bigger contract. Um, but yeah, I, I, he's, he's captain of hearts. He's going to be in the Scotland squad. There's a good chance that he could be playing for Scotland um when you look at his numbers and the way he's performing you know i watched him at parkhead the other week and the way he led the line at parkhead that's what i want a ranger striker to be doing um and i think he'd be a better option than Dessers. so i'll be really disappointed colin if we don't ask the question if hearts want too much money more than we're prepared to pay and we, we wait till the summer fair enough but that could be the difference from us winning the league or not
0: so we've heard the, the microsoft pitch. let's bring in the apple sales pitch davy Mason, Mason said there, your pick, um, Bojan Mioski of Aberdeen. Why, why should he be the pick over Aberdeen before myself and Andrew um, talk amongst ourselves in Dragon Den's type um, conference? Well,
1: I'm going to start with Shanklin first of all.
0: Oh, I love this tactic. <laughs> don't don't big up your own pitch, just shitting the other guys. Don't oh, need... back
1: down, double down. He's only he's, he's only scored about four goals this season. He's he's have he's scored against them and he scored against us, but virtually the same goal. And he's as slow as I don't know what. I, I wouldn't say what I would got in my head. But even even John Lundstrom out sprinted him in the in the game against us. So no, he's just far too slow, Colin. He, 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 if he if he gets any sword he'll be running backwards. So I I just don't see it, and he's not scored that many goals this season either.
0: To be fair, just he he scored eight goals in the league, thirteen goals yeah. in total this season. So I, I think we need to we need to be fair on that.
1: Well, if you go over to to miovski he scored fourteen already this season, and he's just a, he's he's fast. He's obviously out sprinted there two defenders, and Balogun. I don't think Golson's not that that quick. But Balligan is 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 really really quick, and he's Balligan's. Um, when he loses the ball, he's what do you call it? When when he try, gets back to to, to, to tackle it, put tackles in again, he's, he's really really quick at it. And Mioski just left him and uh, left him standing looking really. So it's uh, fourteen goals. It will cost a wee bit more. I I don't think I don't think Aberdeen will get the five million or four four million maybe three and a half. But let's face it, he's only 24. Shankland is, what, 28, 29 now? We're not going to get any money back in Shankland. Miofsky, keep him for two years. He'll be 26 then. We'll get money back for him, probably more than, we, than, than we're than we going to spend on him. So it'll be a, not only be bringing in a good goal scorer, a proven goal scorer in our league, it'll be bringing in a player that fits our development that fits our uh, bringing money back into the club scheme and I think that's the that's way we should be looking at every player these days and uh, we should be looking to make money on players and not bringing in players that, that there's absolutely no sell on value yeah. and Mioskis for me this season he's shown a lot more than Shanklin has and yeah I, I, as I say just just watching the speed of him that just put me right off we need we need a striker that, that that's got speed. Because the rest of our team, we've got Seema, speed. Matondo, well Matondo hasn't really hit the heights. Sorry, Andrew. Matondo hasn't really hit the heights either that we would expected him to hit. Let's let's be honest with you. He's a wee bit better than he was the last two seasons, but he's he's still not there. So I, Matondo's one that I would be looked to sell. So as we can bring in players with Mioski. And that's I think that's, that's what we've got to think about as well. We need to get players out of the club and bring in money and then we can afford players like Miofsky.
0: So, Andrew, I'm going to give you my, my rationale and reasoning um, on, on these two players and bring you in. It absolutely pains me to say um <sighs> I think we need to take one of these whales, I and mean, I've not been a big fan of going for either of these players, It's not because it's the snobbery of um the Scottish League. It's just I don't think they're they're better than what we've got. Um but with the current psycho situation where we've got Kmart Roof uh, on a hospital bed again, um it's only really serial deaths. Um because Danilo's out injured as well. We do need somebody, maybe not to come in as a long-term main man, but somebody who can come in, knows the game, and can get goals against the Dross, which we have struggled with. Um, I think they are probably quite somewhere on a path. If you look at their goal stats um, throughout their career, they're both, Shank was just over one and two me obviously is just under one and two um yeah me obviously is younger probably more sale on value but i do think we'd get shanklin for a slightly lower price because his age and his sale value i think Shankland's got more experience in the week um and i think shanklin would be at rangers for the rest of his career and that's okay to have a, a number three striker um, who can come on natural novel springs to mind. I'm not quite concerned about the pace because in the games that uh, we're going to play Shankland, you don't need pace because there's no way to run behind. There's only you know, there's only the eighteen yard box to go behind. I would be going for Lauren Shankland and I'm you know, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm doing a wee bit of a one eighty on this. Um but he just comes in to be a second or a third takeer. Um It would be the same if we went for Bojami Oshie. What's your take on this?
2: Um, I've, I've been a big fan of Lauren Shankland for a long time. Um, I live in Paisley so I know some of the kind of things that were said when he was on loan at St Um That was a good long time ago. He said "I kind of I don't want to say a career resurgence in that time. Um, He certainly had a bit of a rough patch. I think there was a lot of these kind of asked yeah, his commitment to football his commitment to being fit, um and he kind of turned it around and he made his kind of move to united you know he scored a lot of goals there makes his move to dundee united goes there moves to belgium didn't quite work um but a certain person that we know is philippe clermont he was in belgium at that point in time um obviously it comes back to hearts i think this is where i think you're spot on with the amount of money that you would have to pay being really significant to hearts, they paid half a million pounds for him. You're talking if he's spent two and a half, that's a significant profit for hearts, you know. That, that's what they're going to be doing, they're going to be spending that kind of half a million on players. Um, because it, 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 would be, it would be rough for hearts to spend two mil on a player. You go, well, Why did not we do that? Um, I, I don't get me wrong, I like Miofsky, I think we're probably going to probably gonna get priced out because it's aberdeen and it's barry robson um but also i, I don't know what it is i know that it, it was actually i thought it was before he came to rangers but it was actually we'd bought him from hearts and then we loaned him to aberdeen andreas felichka um mm-hmm. he was kind of he scored goals for hearts and we we're like, oh we'll have him we'll have him um didn't quite work out um
0: you say that, but he scored nine goals that year. We won the league, and that nine goals helped his room win the league. Yeah. Uh, and I do need to be fair. If me, obviously, or Shanklin come in and do that, get just close to double figures for Rangers, it's like Stephen Thompson in two thousand and three as well. They played a part. I think his money well spent.
2: I don't. I can't talk about Stephen Thompson because I say I live in Paisley, and nobody shuts up about Thompson lifting that cup um, and being a star. And it's like no. Come on, let's 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 be realistic. Let's be realistic, guys. Um, but uh, yeah, get back to... I, I'll, I'm i leaning more to Shanklin, but I'm leaning to Shanklin because of that extra 10-15% you'll get out of him of being a Rangers supporter. Um, I think David T was right. He had a really slow start to the season, um, but he has picked it up these last few weeks. I don't know if that's because he knows there's a certain amount of interest in him from... A, a, a club in blue um, that we all know. Um, certainly, anytime he's played, at Ibrox in recent kind of games, I, I, I said I've been saying it until Tav penalty and Danilo header. That was the Shanklin show. Um, he absolutely ran that game. At Ibrox this uh, last game against Hearts, he was everywhere. He made clearances in his own box. He, he, he dropped deep to win the ball on the sidelines. Uh, you know. And I get the point about pace, but you're right, we we are, I think we found it. I mean, Rabbi Matondo had the fast speed record in the Bundesliga, but you don't get that opportunity, which we've found out. You do occasionally, but then the question falls to Matondo, can he actually score the one-on-one? I think the the thing with Matondo, sorry, Andrew, the thing with Matondo
1: is that his brain and his feet are not linked. (laughs) That's the
0: unfortunate thing about it. <laughs> that's
2: true.
0: The uh, Chris Boy had that pace. Chris Boyd pace? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. True. And that's what I'm saying. Where it's all fine and well saying you want the rounded well and pace when we're playing at Parkhead. Chris Boy's only played one game at, uh, started one game at Parkhead, and it's when Kenny Miller was injured. Um, you know, these players only got to come and win the big games for us, but we need we need players to come take the bins out. That's you know, yeah. do the routine. That's what Antonio Cholak done.
2: Oh yeah, it's, it's a, at the end of the season, it's the, how many how many goals, it doesn't matter how you, if you score from outside the box or you score from inside the six yard box, you don't get extra points, I said that at the weekend actually when Rangers one. you don't get more than three points for making it look good, you don't get two goals for scoring a screamer, it's a goal, and if it doesn't matter if you scrape it over the line and it, or you score from 40 yards if it gets us three points, it gets us three points and that gets us closer to the title. Would it be a stupid thing to say
1: Colin?
0: back in for joe i don't think he comes back um and i don't think um palmer gives us the same i don't think i don't think we get um get him for the same price uh, we paid for him initially i think it'll be more because he's doing well in palmer um Mm -hmm. and you know I, i wouldn't be adverse to it but i don't think I don't think we get them. I think it's more realistic to get uh, Mayofsky or Shankland. So on that point, closing argument, gentlemen, um, in my Christmas shopping list, I have put probably at the top because more most realistic Shankland slash Mayofsky. I'm okay with getting one of them, but I'm going to go and compare the market and get the cheapest one, <laughs> um, the most cost-effective one. Realistically, how much do Rangers pay in January? Because incidentally I do think we bring in a Psyker in January. Mason, how much do Rangers pay in January to bring in Long shankland
3: Hearts are gonna want premium. Uh, I think mean, they are. Um, but they're they're not they've got to be realistic as well, by the way, because uh <clears throat> he's got 18 months left, he's is 28, 29. Um I'd go up to two seven, two eight for him, Colin. I would personally. Um As i said earlier we've got to remember if we get him and he does win us the league the goals he scores in the league wins us the league what 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 are we getting in champions league money in in comparison um yeah over three million i would i really want Champion, but you start getting to over three million yeah it's 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 a difficult one again we don't know what kind of funds again it, it might depend on players leaving um and, you know just to sort of say that Miofsky's the same same sort of money I would not go over three million for him and I just think where is Aberdeen I don't even think they we get on to, to, to be talking with aberdeen in term and, and especially what's happened again the last few weeks with them and and all I, I and I think you know if you, we go back to the Connor Barron one as well the fact that if if that is happening and and it, it make the, the reason why I think it is happening, he didn't even come on against us in the the cup final there the other day and they were struggling their legs were gone in midfield they were struggling they didn't even have robson didn't even go right he's got you know you might be leaving but let's go let's go and try and help he didn't even come on and he's someone that's been playing really well for him in recent weeks so if you think they're going to do business with us for their main man um, at a decent price in our eyes don't see it happening but yeah in terms of the money over get get to three million, I'll push it to three million. I think it I think it'd be worth it. But over that, yeah, I I, I understand why we would why we maybe would look elsewhere.
0: David, same question to you. Well, I think Mason does have a point. Um, I think Hearts are probably probably grow a wee bit less leverage because. Shanklin is a known Rangers fan. They, he is going to be coming into the last year of his contact. My is tied down. Um, and there's this fake... Right, like Aberdeen see us as a rivals, so there is that uproar. How much would Rangers need to pay to bring my office in in January?
1: Well, I would hope for £4 million. And let's face it, a 24-year-old, an international player, a proven goal scorer in our league, I think it's a no-brainer to pay that for him. I, I don't think... I mean, we're talking about a striker. Strikers right away, as soon as... Uh, you are going to pay more for a striker than you are going to pay for a left-back or a, a right-back. Because a striker is your main man. And that's just... I just I think it's a no-brainer to, to, to go for him. As I say, we'll get our money back. In two years, we'll get our money back, and that's a, that's a, in fact we'll probably get more to go and and bring in another player. But I think we I think we need to stop this. Look at look at the the, the players. I hate I hate to say this, but look, we didn't put the money out. Scott Brown. Look at the service he was for Celtic. We didn't put the money out for for uh, Fairman. He's now going to be going for the, probably to Italy for for for. Into the 20, 15 to twenty million, and that's just the thing. We, we need to. Sometimes you need to invest to get money back out. And I don't think four million would be enough work for lot for a striker that's going to get you a lot of
0: goals. I do get that point, but I also am crippled with the fear of twenty twelve um, and how that happened. That spending gets you into that position. So you're right. We can't just be stripping and stripping, stripping everywhere. But we do need to be staying within our budget. And bear in mind, it's not just a cycle. we need. See if it was just a cycle. we need. I'd be saying push the ball out. In my eyes, we need, we need a centre-back, a left-back, a couple of midfielders, a winger, two strikers. So that is where it becomes more difficult. But I do take your point. Um, when With the top targets, we should be just making sure we get them. We do
1: have love ways coming back, of course.
0: Oh I we do. I mean we've got we've got the twenty players come back for injury, but once they're back another twenty will be injured again. So um you know we, we do need to caveat, we need an extra eight players in the squad every year just to fill the hospital beds, but that's a completely separate show on its own. So just to recap then who's drawn in uh who's drawn in the Santa List then uh or Santa sack? Jamal sales is going in with the caveat that um, we move on a couple of centre halves. Josh Doig is going in by hooker by cook. Ruben Van Bormel, putting him in if we can. If we don't get Abdallah Sima, um long-term, I'll pay the money for Ruben um, van Bommel. Ryan Gold, I'm holding off to the summer. That's uh, maybe a back-to-show present. And I am taking at one of Warren Shank, and Bojan Mayorshi. So there we go. What's that? Four out of 6 It's been quite generous this year. Um, all I have to do is thank you for everybody participating and watching um, just to say again listeners I hope you've had a cracking Christmas you're enjoying yourself enjoying whatever you're doing time with your family loved ones friends um, if you're working I hope your day goes in quickly for you and thank you for all the support of the pod throughout the year um, also a shout out if you're watching on YouTube you can join our members page for a pound a month and get um, extra daily shows um, throughout the week and the same on Patreon as well if you are listening audio only you can join for a pound a month. Um your support's so so much appreciated and you know we're really looking forward to another hopefully a more positive year talking about rangers um with you guys listening. Gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure. Um first of all Andrew thanks very much for for coming on yeah thanks
2: very much. Uh I had I had my, my Christmas list wrote out for, for Santa Colin um well in advance. Um I left the cookies and carrots downstairs but you, didn't they want them? But, um I, 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 I
0: tobacco. You're getting Glasgow.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um Well, yeah. Thanks to all the listeners for your support this year. Um, still got a, a wee bit of time to go with another really big game coming up soon to end that this year. Um, let's hope it's a another festive. You know, feeling your happiness. You know that we've got after bringing the league cup home. That was my Christmas present. I was really hoping for um, but thank you again all your sport I hope you had a, a, a great Christmas
0: Mason always a pleasure speaking to you my friend yeah Duke, thanks boys
3: uh, thanks listeners again for for, for this year um, hope everyone has a good Christmas and we keep winning um, yeah, we want a good good you know feel good at the minute I hope that continues into into the new year so um, yeah I hope everyone has a, has
0: a good one and last by no means least Davey T thanks for coming on mate
1: yeah thanks for having me on and thanks everybody for listening and I hope you have a lovely Christmas and Santa fills your stockings so uh, with that nice Christmas and a
0: happy new year of course Yeah, have a great time everybody and as always thanks for watching <laughs>